0: What's going on on the web? Chrome Dev Summit just happened. We're doing a recap of sorts. Performance things, what the browser supports. We're doing it pretty ad hoc. It'll be fine. We like to talk about new happenings on the web. So thank you, friend, for tuning Welcome to Tools Day a podcast all about tech tools, tips, and tricks every other Tuesday at two. I'm your co-host, Yuna.
1: And I am Chris.
0: And today we're talking about
1: Chrome Dev Summit. I let Chris out. take that one. I was, like, I I was like waiting for you. Was. <laughs> um
0: we, We're talking about what's new at Chrome Dev Summit, sort of what's new on the web. Um, this is an event that happened a week ago. I was at the event chris wasn't sadly at the event but all the videos are online so you could totally go online it's chrome developers channel and watch the videos um i always love this conference i always watch the videos if i don't attend but i have tended to attend in the past because it's one of my you know go-to's on the news go-to's on the news (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm being so weird Uh, anyway (laughs) uh... um we're excited to talk about this and we're excited about our new sponsor this week. Our new sponsor is Square. Holler. Um, we love Square and we're actually really excited to hear that they wanted to sponsor our show because it's one of those tech companies that we actually like.
1: <laughs> I mean, we all like all our sponsors, of course. We like all least.
0: our sponsors. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not saying that there's been any sponsors that we haven't liked so far. Um, there have it this sounds really ominous I'm just Uh, saying that we like Square
1: we we especially like Square
0: (laughs) yeah Um, if you are unfamiliar with Square Square has APIs and SDKs to make payments easy so you can build your own e-commerce site integrate Square to deal with payments portion of it and I don't know I guess you could like sell dog bandanas that's my dream the holidays are coming y'all you can use Square to quickly embed a checkout experience or use its APIs to take you beyond payments to manage your orders catalog inventory or even employees when you hit it big with that dog bandana business. Square supports iOS, Android, Flutter, fancy and new, and React Native for in-app mobile payments or to integrate with Square readers in person from your own app. And they have a new YouTube channel with shows for developers. So check out their developer tutorials and other videos at youtube.com squaredev square dev. Again, that's youtube.com s-q-u-a-r-e-d-e-v, square like the shape, dev. So thank you for sponsoring us. Sorry that we're awkward and weird.
1: <laughs> Just our particular brand of awkward it's and weird.
0: Our it's our personality.
1: Yeah, we, we're awkward and weird. Great. <laughs> we okay, let's move on. <laughs>
0: anyway, Chris, um I would love to hear about what you found interesting from Chrome Dev Summit and what you learned, and yeah, share yeah, with a- me.
1: Absolutely. So I was not there. I actually did get an invite the night before, uh, Chris. But like. It was the night before, like at nine p.m., and so I was like, well, "Yeah, but let's...
0: I was there, and we haven't seen each other in a long time."
1: I was at work, though.
0: Listen, I understand. Uh, but... <laughs>
1: anyway, so uh, carrying right along, um, you know, there were about you know twenty-five-ish talks, I think. Um, yeah. And I, I, I thumbed through um, a good many of them, plus the keynote, um, and. The one There are a few I wanted to highlight because I think they're especially interesting for people right now. Uh, and the first one I wanted to highlight was Surma's Das Surma. What's, what is Surma's first name, actually?
0: I just call him Surma.
1: Maybe his full name is, is Surma. Anyway, anyways, um, Surma has a, 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 a talk you should check out called The Main Thread is Overworked and Underpaid. And he summarizes saying he talks about uh, what off-main architecture is. And so you'll see him use this uh, acronym OMT a bunch. And uh, the first time I saw it, I was very confused. And I was like, what's happening? Uh, But here it is. And then uh, what web workers are and how to actually start using them today. And then also, finally, how it's a matter of inclusivity inclusivity, um, as we think about performance and the web and the next billion users. And so really great talk. Have you worked at all with web workers? I'm not sure. Me? Yeah.
0: Well, yes, because Houdini is a type of web worker. Like all the worklets for Houdini work off the main thread, which is really great because we don't want style logic to clog up our main thread.
1: Yeah. And I think it's the same argument for like JavaScript logic. We don't want anything except for UI. We don't want any logic
0: other than what you need at the time of usage to really be what's active on the web page.
1: Yeah, and so um, he had a great point in his talk where, you know, on the the web it's called the main thread but in like native applications in iOS or Android it's called the UI thread as opposed to the main thread and it has this implication and requirement basically that the, the main thread or the UI thread is only used for rendering UI and everything else is put off into Worklets, you know, so you know how you compute logic, how you would do computations, all that stuff, not in the main thread. And he has actually has been doing a version of this talk. I think it's at Chrome Dev Summit like every year, but it's been like refined over the years. And this last one was the best one yet. So awesome! Um, check it out.
0: I think that there's a big um, sort of push for speed. At Chrome in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And CDS, Chrome Dev Summit, is just one example of that, where a lot of the talks are performance focused. Um, a lot of the talks really focus on how you can be the most efficient web page possible mm-hmm. and sort of bringing those efficiencies into also the native web browsing experience on your mobile devices. Yeah. Um, so, one thing that I also found was really interesting is this project Fugu, which Fugu. I believe was announced. Yeah. And that yep. is sort of this. Uh, work that sort of encompasses a lot of different things like this umbrella term in order to get these native features into the browser
1: wait wait. how do i spell fugu
0: f-u-g-u
1: f-u-g-u chrome wait okay i got it web capabilities fugu is oh. mission yes ah. mission statement the mission <laughs> statement okay
0: it's okay, here, I've got it pulled up. Fugu's mission is to close the ca- the capabilities gap with native to enable developers to build new experiences on the web while preserving everything that's great about the web. So it's sort of like bridging that effort. And I feel like Chrome mm. Dev somewhat, I mean, a big part of what this conference is usually about is about performance and also capabilities for the web. And so I saw a lot of demos that were like web AR and like really cool, like games that you could play with that. And I think that those are some of like the shinier things going on, web yeah. VR and AR. So cool. <laughs> all the R's.
1: <laughs> um, I know and then also
0: like like you mentioned this off the main thread, making sure things are speedy and efficient and not clogging up your web page with all the logic in one place.
1: Yeah, I know, um, you know, in the keynote, they talked a lot about these new APIs that are coming to the web where you can, you know, access files directly off their file system. And it gives you that super native feel because you don't have to like upload things from your local machine to the app and then it does stuff it just kind of uses the Mm -hmm. it has write, read and write permissions and that to me is like i mean what happens but if you can just have you know sketch on the web like figma but like faster you know stuff like that yeah uh,
0: i've seen a lot of really cool prototypes lately about exactly that like making design happen on the web there's so many great features now like adobe's been working for years to get filters as an example on the web. And I could totally see that being a future where products like Photoshop or Sketch Mm -hmm. are totally native in the browser. I think that we're kind of, and we've always been moving towards this like, everything works in one unit, and that's kind of like what the (laughs) Pixelbooks represent, where it's all really a web browser where it's working. Um, And it's cool to just see it evolving. Also a big theme this year with Google I.O. and the Chrome Dev Summit has been security. And um, that's been a really big focus, like ensuring web security. I feel like a lot of people, just consumers in general, are really concerned about information security in general. People yeah. are like less trusting of the Internet. At least I am. I feel like over the last five years, my trust of yeah. people and the Internet yeah. has just gone down. It's like, so, oh, yeah, it you seems it. like companies are listening to that a little bit and um, trying to reassure people that they're Is taking there-
1: measures. Was there a talk on security this year? I think there was. I just can't...
0: There was a talk on security. I'm a bad Googler, and I didn't see many of the talks because I had to work at the sandbox oh booth for God. <laughs> material the whole time, but...
1: Um, I'll say, going back to the um, web workers and the games that kind of share things, I know, I think at IO, they released Prox. Um, and if you haven't seen Prox, it's super cool. It's like this little web game and I think Surma and um, um, Marco and Jake Archibald built it and he uses like Preact uses web workers it's it's like a super modern um, stack and it's kind of showing you the amount you can do with just the web and web workers and how quick and fast and accessible it is Despite the fact that it's a pretty complicated little application, and so um, there's, the source code for that is open source, obviously, since it's you know Google Dev Rel, um, and we'll link in the show notes. But
0: yeah, and uh, the whole inspiration for that was to make it work on feature phones. So it's a right. game that works on you know phones that we used back in the day.
1: Back in the, you know, but whatever
0: day that was for you, it was that day.
1: It was two thousand and seven. Was the last time I used a feature phone, maybe eight, seven?
0: I may six. have misspoke. It looks like there wasn't a full talk on security, but I am oh. seeing a lightning talk on it. Oh, and there okay. were also lightning talks if you watched the um, live stream, which is one of my favorite things about Chrome Dev Summit. There's a live mm-hmm. stream that I like to catch if I'm not able to be there, and this year they had lightning talks between the talks, and they're like slowly putting those on YouTube now, but mm. I mean, the lightning talk I did is not yet on YouTube, so oh. waiting for that.
1: <laughs> but your main talk is yes uh, do you want to talk about your main talk
0: yeah so i did a talk with adam argyle which was super fun to do it was a super high energy fast-paced talk about um sort of the future of web styling and all the different css capabilities that we are getting in browsers that are either partially implemented in some browsers or to be implemented in browsers um, and that was a lot of fun to prep for and just make the slides for excited, a bunch of illustrations, um, and give that talk cause it's my favorite topic in the whole wide world is like experimental future CSS.
1: What was your favorite experimental thing you talked about?
0: Well, you know, I'm a Houdini fan and yeah, I've been talking yeah, about yeah. Houdini for, I guess like two years now on this podcast. It's one of my favorite things about the future of web styling. So we gave some demos and that we did a fun lightning round at the end where we just like went back and forth about, um, what's sort of coming to the web. So, I would recommend you check that out if you're into CSS and other styling stuff. Um, there's some really cool features like the is selector that makes things really short and neat. Uh, we and talked about, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we talked about. And lovely. Lovely, yeah, it, it basically is like a shorthand for rewriting the same CSS over and over and over again, like things that yeah. SAS kind of helped us with. I, um, i saw yeah sorry sorry,
1: i saw some your graphical breakdown of it the little your the box model uh and i was just like oh my god this is too advanced for me i'm very logical properties that's what you're talking about right yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: logical properties we should do like a separate show about some of these features because they're really important um logical properties basically let you identify a layout flow Mm -hmm. it's um through inline and block layout flow instead of using Like directional spacing like top right bottom and left and margin and uh, width and height you're now using like inline block block start um for flow on the elements on the page and then within an element is the inline flow so that'd be inline start and end is left and right um that was a really bad explanation (laughs) i have a good diagram Uh, but basically what this allows for you to do is when you are um what's the word? Translating. When you're Mm -hmm. translating your application into another language that might be left to right or even a vertical language, it automatically does the changes for you on the page. So you don't have to think about rewriting Uh CSS to work for multiple languages and reading modes. Um, So it's really cool. You should definitely start thinking in logical properties because they actually are pretty well supported. Uh, We also talked about scroll snap, focus within, New media preferences, like prefers um, for contrast and preferences for dark mode, things like that. Um, Even dim is coming in the future for the the light level of your system, whether that be your mobile device or your laptop. We talked about sticky backdrop filter, which is like using filters, but behind the elements. Uh, Of course we talked about Houdini and (laughs) Yeah, we talked about size, aspect ratio, min, max, and clamp. A bunch of things. CSS modules. <laughs> oh my god. List style types in the new Chrome. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of good stuff in there. I think it was a good talk, but you know, you could listen to it. I Chris who didn't watch yeah. it yet, and listen. <laughs> let me I, know. Tweet,
1: I tweeted about it though. Uh, listen, uh, I support you too. I respect <laughs> you. <laughs> um,
0: I think right now will be a good time to go into our next sponsor and then you could tell us some more about what you liked from the talks this year so Our next sponsor is Datadog, who we also love. Datadog provides real-time monitoring for cloud-scale applications, unifying metrics, distributed traces, and logs into one platform. You'll be a part of thousands of organizations who already rely on Datadog to collect, visualize, and alert them of abnormalities. There are over 350 turnkey integrations, including AWS, PagerDuty, and GitHub, all done out of the box with custom metrics to gain full-stack observability and a unified view of all of your systems, apps, and services. even provide a cool service map feature to visualize the flow of requests across your application and visualize bottlenecks. Datadog is offering listeners a free trial and as an added bonus for signing up and creating a dashboard, they'll send you a free t-shirt. So start a free trial today at datadog.com slash toolsday. That's datado dot com slash T-O-O-L-S-D-A-Y to get your free dashboard and free t-shirt.
1: Um Okay. The next talk I thought was super interesting and uh, unique was uh, Paul, I- Paul Irish's and Elizabeth Sweeney's um, innovation in the speed tooling talk. And, and
0: they're such good speakers too. They're so good.
1: They're also great. I mean, Paul Irish has been like, I've been following his, his speaking style for like a decade at this point. But anyways, um, they went through a battery of new metrics, which I thought was interesting just because I haven't rethought my metrics for a while i'm like oh yeah, yeah. i have first painful paint blah 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 blah, and, and then they're like yeah we don't care about that as much this year um we actually care now about um largest content full paint total blocking paint and cumulative layout shift okay so this is one of the uh, talks
0: that i put on my like to watch list when i have a chance yeah. can you explain those a little bit more
1: um let me pull up my notes um yeah so they're so, some of these talks are like some of these metrics are like different points of the time. So the reason why um, they said, "Hey, we still value first meaningful paint, but not as much as largest content inflate or uh, total blocking point, because those two are more derived values or points in times. So um, largest contentful paint um, is kind of what it sounds like, which describes the speed of delivering the largest content." Uh, so, is that usually media?
0: Page. Because I feel like media is still a big mm. issue for performance in this Yeah, day and
1: age. exactly. So, it's not just the first thing that's painted, but the largest block that was painted. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, for most people, the usability part is when the biggest thing is, is rendered as opposed to the very first thing. Um, Would
0: that be the largest blocking item?
1: Um, they said largest means the biggest initial size. Um, okay. So, just anything could be it could be anything um i think it's like, like, like height and stuff so but that's
0: why you have like progressively enhancing images and other things on the page Correct. Like just loading the base that you need and then after that loads loading in more refined yes pieces of information
1: yes exactly um and then um total blocking time is one of those derived or it's, like a, it's, it's a measurement metric which is the time between first contentful paint, which is what we just said, and then time to interactive, and TTI is one of those things we used to measure a lot. We still do, and it's super important to say you know when when I first actually interact with the element. Um, and so TBT total blocking time is the time between the largest thing it renders and it's uh, actually interactive. Um, so
0: time to interactive. I feel like that's still the most important metric.
1: Uh, Yes, still super important. And so, you know, when I said they, um, you know, TTI and um, um, First Beautiful Paint are... Not important. I should have said less important. Still very mm-hmm. important. Um, you still. Need I also like how those. I can
0: tell you work at a big company because you're just using all the acronyms.
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm the worst.
0: Use your words, Chris.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. So just for clarity, time to interactive. If you're not aware, is measuring the time from when the page loads to when its sub resources have loaded, and then it's reliable, reliably responding to an actual input. So. I loaded the page, I loaded like, images, maybe any JavaScript I need to, lo- to load, and then I can click on something. And that is TTI or time interactive. And then again, total blocking time is the me- measurement between those two th- times. Um, and you can say if I have a high total blocking time, it just means that there's a lot of time to- a lot of time spent on that main thread where things are working, but I can't do anything. So. Um, it's a very like useful metric to see like oh yeah i i know that because this is high then my main thread is blocked mm-hmm. as opposed to some of the other ones which are just more like something's wrong but not quite specific
0: mm-hmm. um, was there anything new with um performance tooling
1: yeah so they launched lighthouse ci um and um lighthouse if you're not aware is google's it used to be a chrome plugin and then it moved to the audit panel and now it's a plugin again i think um but it runs essentially a performance che- it runs a few different checks but the one that people know it best for is the performance budget and so it gives you a score out of 100 saying hey you're doing this well this poorly great deal, you know, i love that about it i know it. uh you're bad at this uh your accessibility is terrible get a new Please job get- no, I'm <laughs> no no no. Uh, and those are really great to kind of um to know but with like how ci and they Rolled out information on how to in- integrate this with Jen- uh, with Travis, but not anything else yet. Um, and it basically let's say, let me like store historical data about how my application is doing over time. So with every PR, you can say, oh, you know, we're storing this PR affected the score by five points, ten points, up or down, and you can see, you know, actual regression test on performance, which is super duper cool
0: that is really cool so every time you make a pull request you get feedback about how it's affecting performance that's massive
1: yeah honestly i think they actually launched like a beta of this a while ago but this is the first time they're saying it's it's like good to go yeah um they also you know adios mani also announced another um react set of library hooks um saying not not necessarily performance per se, but it was about his, this whole idea of uh adapting to network conditions to render specific things so if mm-hmm. you have a um slow slow bandwidth or a low low bandwidth device let's load you know uh a lower res image stuff like, stuff like that and so they had this new tool to help you do those things easier um I don't think they announced any other tools unless I'm missing something which is probably possible there's
0: but. a definitely a recap video also on YouTube yeah. so if you go to the Chrome Google Chrome developers channel which is youtube.com you user Chrome <laughs> developers um, all the talks are there there's there it just happened so they're gonna be on the homepage there's also a Chrome Dev Summit 2019 um, bucket playlist that's what they call it on youtube a playlist i'm so bad at words it's
1: fine you know
0: i'm sorry to everyone who's listening to this podcast
1: we're doing our best (laughs) we're we're doing our best (laughs) all
0: the talks are on there i also want to shout out to a talk by nicole sullivan and greg whitworth where they went over some of the work they've been doing as a collab between chrome and microsoft to improve form elements and HTML. I was super happy to see more like HTML and CSS talks at Chrome Dev Summit. So I, I enjoyed that. I'm going to be adding all the talks that you mentioned on my to watch list. They're already on my to watch list. I just, it just happened. <laughs> it just happened. These things happened. Girl, I've been busy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I really wish I had more time to consume dev content, you know, like I wish I had more time to just watch videos.
1: So you got, got a TV in your bedroom. Uh, fall asleep to, you know, Paul Irish and Elizabeth Sweeney. My partner uh, would love that.
0: <laughs> 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 um, I, I feel like I get a lot of my news from Twitter, though. And people will, like, tweet, like, small bits of news like this. But yeah. I think there's way more nuance and content that you miss from just sort of getting those bits of information rather than, like, sitting down and watching a whole conference talk. So I think it's really valuable to... Occasionally sit down and watch some good talks recommended talks at 1.5x speed
1: because that's what I do I watch the keynote at 1.5x speed and yeah.
0: I will yeah, say when I watch video uh, videos like on YouTube for le- like leisure I watch them at 1.75 to 2x speed But then if I'm watching Wow for, what yeah I will do that that's too fast well <laughs> I've, I've gotten used to it and if I'm watching something for comprehension I'll watch it at 1.5x and if I like if it's like a new topic to me then I'll watch it at 1x speed, because I really need to focus
1: Wow I I, I can't do that so I tried 1.5x for a, for a while on, on the keynote and then like I just the the pitch change just like gets me um,
0: <laughs> I listen to my audiobooks at like 1.5
1: what yeah hey get through the reading what about like the fiction books at yeah, 1.5 or non books oh, but i'm so sad all right <laughs> Chris is listen. judging oh, me so God. hard oh, we oh. have to wrap up this show we're, <laughs> we're
0: over time um thank you all for listening do you have any final words
1: um no but uh, just that um you know i love that these talks are on youtube so quickly and they're such well edited you know uh videos and so Um, squeeze some into your day. You know, I that's that's how I've been watching these. Just spend half an hour off the side of my screen. It's like, okay. Um
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is like a fun backstage fact. Uh-oh. There's a massive team of people like at Grove Dev Summit that are working to get that content out. And I'm super impressed by them because they do a really good job. At the end of the day, yeah. all the videos are live and they've done all this content on like Instagram. They had this live stream. There's so much work done before the events to like even just these lightning talks, there's so much that goes into it. And it's been really cool to be in the behind the scenes of that and see how the bread gets baked.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not not surprised at all with you know they're up the next day. It's it's, it's crazy. So yeah. congrats to the, to that team.
0: Yeah. Shout uh, out so. <laughs>
1: Shoutouts. Okay. Shout outs.
0: Shout outs. to the Google developer services team who does all the video content. Like they're so dope. And I've been working with them on my youtube video series called designing in the browser which is also on chrome devs and we will link it for you in the show notes because (laughs) i'm allowed to give self shout outs on my own show (laughs) All right, uh, I'll wrap this up now. Right. <laughs>
1: okay, anyways. Uh...
0: Thank you for listening to us, and please check out our sponsors for the show today. Our sponsors, again, were Square. Check out their new YouTube channel. They also have a YouTube channel with shows for developers that have tutorials and other videos. And the URL for that is YouTube.com slash SquareDev. Again, that's YouTube.com Square, like the shape, Dev. And also Datadog. You can start your free trial today at datadog.com toolsday to get your free dashboard and free t-shirt. Again, that's datadog.com toolsday. Also, shout out to Webflow for always supporting us on Patreon. We love you as well. So much love. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.
1: Bye.